We're back. Welcome to Season 4 of For What It's Worth. I'm your host, Blake Melnick, and we have a terrific season in store for you. But before we get to that, I want to bring you all up to speed about some great news concerning our past guests on the show. There's nothing that gives me greater pleasure than when my guests hit proverbial home runs in their pursuits and passions. From our series Past the Jam, our past artist in residence, Heather Gemmel, released her third album, One Light Town, on September 3rd, and Heather and her tune, Smoky Mountain Blues, has been featured on CBC Radio recently. Congratulations, Heather. Ben Hunter, our first guest on Past the Jam, is set to release his 10-album back catalogue. In celebration of the release, Ben will be rocking in the free world at the famed Whiskey A Go-Go in Los Angeles on New Year's Eve. You can reach out to him for more information, and we'll be posting updates on our show Facebook page for What It's Worth, the podcast series, so please join the group for future updates. Blair Packham has been packing him in at Sauce on the Danforth. Blair and his band Impossible Dream opened for 5440 to a sold-out show at the iconic Key to Ballo this summer. Tom Locke, author of Moments in Time, which we've been featuring on The Space in Between, has been named one of the three finalists in the nonfiction category for the 2022 Canadian Book Club Awards. That's amazing. Congratulations, Tom. And while we're talking about Moments in Time, I'm pleased to announce that John DeVries was the winner of our music trivia contest and will receive a signed copy of Tom's book. John, I will reach out to you for your mailing address. Our current artist in residence, Douglas Cameron, was reunited with his old guitar over the summer and is now part of a really cool music initiative called 100 Hands, One Guitar, where 50 of Canada's greatest guitar players are recording on the old guitar. We hope to have the originator of 100 Hands, One Guitar, George Tierney, on the show this season. Dr. Tom Carey, our featured guest in our series, The Many Faces of Innovation, and the WinCan team have been recognized in the 2022 Innovation and Entrepreneurship Teaching Excellence Award for their work in employee-led workplace innovation. WinCan was also awarded a grant by the Future Skills Centre of the Government of Canada to further their research into how to improve the quality of work for all Canadians through employee-led workplace innovation. My sincere congratulations to you all, and we'll provide further updates on the accomplishments of our guests throughout Season 4. My old co-host of The Space in Between, Cameron Brown, will be returning this season, and we're really excited to have him back. And speaking of Season 4, we're going to have a strong focus on innovation this season. As many of you know, last season we introduced the new series, The Many Faces of Innovation, which is designed to make the concept of innovation more understandable, accessible, and actionable. In Season 4, we will be featuring interviews with a host of innovators across multiple fields of endeavor who will be sharing their innovation journeys. We're going to kick off Season 4 where we left off in Season 3 with our multi-part series with Little Feet, culminating in my interview called Straight from the Heart with the great Bill Payne, co-founder of Little Feet. As many of you know, last season concluded with a dream of mine, to have my favorite band of all time, Little Feet, on the show. I had tickets to see Little Feet's show at the Moore Theatre in Seattle, and with a wing and a prayer, I reached out to the Feet's publicist, Dennis McNally, to see whether I could interview him or one of the other band members following the show. To my absolute surprise and delight, Dennis got back to me right away and said Little Feet band member and co-founder the great Bill Payne would be more than pleased to be a guest on the show following the concert in Seattle. 
And not only did Bill agree to do the interview, Dennis also arranged for me to bring recording equipment into the show and record Little Feet Live. So the music you'll be hearing over the next few episodes was recorded by yours truly from the Moore Theatre in Seattle on August 6, 2022. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, everybody. This is Tom Locke from Moments in Time, and you're listening to For What It's Worth with your host, Blake Melnick, the man who puts smiles on our faces through the stories he tells and the music he plays. If you've been enjoying Moments in Time on episodes of The Space In Between, we have a limited number of signed copies of the book available for purchase through the PayPal link on our show Facebook page for What It's Worth, the podcast series, for a total of $30, including tax and shipping to anywhere in Canada. What a deal. Moments in Time is a terrific interactive odyssey through the history of rock and roll. It makes for a great Christmas or birthday present, and it's probably the best bathroom book of all time. A portion of the proceeds from the sale of Tom's book go to support our show, and we really appreciate your support. So go pick yourself up a copy or two for what it's worth. Despite their longevity, Little Feet remains relatively unknown to the casual music listener. And yet they have achieved almost cult-like status for hardcore fans and musicians alike, akin to that of the Grateful Dead and Jimmy Buffett. In an interview Bill Payne gave some time ago, he was asked a question about how the band survived following the death of Lil George. Bill replied that if Little Feet had survived the loss of Lil George, Richie Hayward and Paul Barrar, then they will also survive the loss of Bill Payne. So this became the focus for my conversation with Bill. Who and what, then, is Little Feet? Prior to the interview with Bill Payne, I'm going to play some clips from interviews I did with fans on the streets of Seattle prior to the show at the Moore Theatre. You'll have to excuse the sound quality of some of these interviews. It was a windy evening in Seattle on August 6, 2022, but I think you'll get a sense of the passion the fans feel for the band and the anticipation that was building prior to the show. It certainly was a night on the town, for what it's worth. Hi there, my name is Blake Melnick. I have a podcast called For What It's Worth, and I've got an interview coming up with Bill Payne on the 9th of this month. And I said I would go out and interview some Little Feet fans on the street prior to the concert, and that's what I'm doing. So this is a bit of a lead into that interview. So tell me, what got you into Little Feet? Little Feet, a longtime fan, yeah. but also Hot Tuna. I remember Hot oh, Tuna. Well, and like that, uh, Joanne's Huge little feet. Huge little feet. Yes. And where are you folks from? I'm from this area. Yeah, 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 nice. For the most part. And can I use your names and your uh, location? Well, we're kind of. Oh, you're a witness protection. Okay. (laughs) I'm Joanne and. And I'm Steve. Steve. 
Nice yeah. to meet you both. Nice, nice to meet you yeah. too. Yeah. And you are? I'm Blake. Blake, nice yeah. to And meet I have you. a podcast called For What It's Worth with Blake Melvick. Oh, um, For What It's Worth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you got it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so my, my what kind is of it worth? Yeah. <laughs> so you're looking forward to the show? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be a great one, I think. I hope yeah. so. Historic venue, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. This is where they produced the first stage production of Tommy. Did you know that? Well, I did not I know, know that. 1971. Lots of history. All right. Should be a great space. Well, listen, enjoy the show, and thanks so much. Thank you. I will. I will. Okay. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah, no worries. I'm working down the line. Nice. Little feet fans, right? Yep. Absolutely. And what got you into the little feet? What got me into little feet? Well, the instant that I heard sailing shoes, I became a little feet fan. Okay. So what was it about sailing shoes that did it for you? Uh, it, it's just a great song, yeah. you know. It's True. just a great tune, yeah. and uh, it just happens that it's the business I was in at the time, yeah. and so I just kept it going. I yeah. love Little Feet. Yeah, I, me too. I actually, I, there's an old story about. I have a good friend who's a disc jockey here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. He used to be the top guy, Gary Crow. I don't know if you know of him. I don't or know, not. but anyway, I'm from Canada. He, he was he was interviewing Paul Barrer one day on the radio. He mentioned me to Paul saying, I'd, I'd like to remember my buddy Iron Mike Inshaw down in Tacoma, who's the one that turned me on to Little Feet a couple of years ago. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, he turned me on, which is his daughter. Yeah. Nice. So well, it's father, daughter, yeah, daughter family, day. Family That's fair. right. So yeah. cool. So at one point over the years, I've met everybody in the band, except for Lowell. I didn't meet Lowell because he, I'll, I'll he, walk with he wasn't... Uh, <laughs> Well, when they, they he wasn't with them, I mean he he was already gone by the time they got to Seattle. Yeah, right? well that's right. And uh, seventy nine, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've had conversations with Billy and Paul and Kenny Radney and Sam. Yeah. And, uh, years ago. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, nothing recently. Something unique about their sound, isn't it? Well, yeah. This the only only band, the best band ever. Well, listen, I, I thank is. you very much. Oh, you bet. Thank Enjoy you the show. <laughs> so, what what turned you on to Little Feet? Well, well, they were just part of that happening scene. Like, when the Grateful Dead came out, so did Little Feet. Yeah, pretty parallel bands, right? Yeah, I think that's what Two Trains was about. I always wondered why Little Feet never played with that. <laughs> Little Feet, Little Feet, yeah. I think George did actually produce one album of the Grateful Dead. He did, yeah, Shakedown Street. All right, so... Yeah. That would have been interesting. Apparently, Bill has written a whole bunch of songs with Bob Hunter before he died. Have yet to be released, but he's thinking about releasing them. What do you think about that? It would help. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty cool, right? And they wrote all these songs online. They've never met. Spirit's more of a common frame of mind. I don't know if you really have to be in person to share it. Yeah, I agree. So if I asked you, what is Little Feet? There was an interview recently with Bill Payne where he said, We've lost Lil George, we've lost Richie Hayward, we lost Paul Barrar. If we lost Bill Payne, Little Feet would still continue. What do you think about that? Well, it's like if you replace every part of a boat, is it still the same boat? Well, it would be a little bit different for sure because each person processes the spirit slightly differently. But I think if you're performing another person's tune and you let yourself get into it, you can get kind of close. Well, there you have it, folks. We're out in front of the War Theater just before the Little Feet concert. 
I'm really looking forward to it. As you could tell by the comments from the fans on the streets, they are as well. So I'm going to head in now and take in the show, record some of it, and uh, feed it back to you in the next episode of For What It's Worth. This concludes this week's episode of For What It's Worth, On the Street with Little Feet, A Night on the Town. Join us for our next episode, Straight from the Heart, my interview with Mr. Bill Payne. Make sure you tune in for this one. You're going to love it. For what it's worth. Yeah.